Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And good evening, good evening, good evening. I am Richard the Razor Ewing. The gentleman next to me, that is Matt None the Wiser Wise. And you just put your game face on. But Matt, as you probably know, like I do every week, I got to go to the questions. Get them. So if you're trying to figure out how to get instructions to put together that floral arrangement for spring, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out how to put together your quilt pattern for spring, you're on the wrong podcast. But once again, if you're trying to figure out how to get in-depth analysis on Bay Area sports teams here in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to get an in-depth look on sports on a national level, once again, you put your game face on. As I said, I am Richard DeRozan Ewing. He is Matt None the Wiser Wise, and you got your game face on. Matt, what do we got? I'm wearing my San Francisco 49ers hat because the Niners made a huge, huge splash this last week uh, ahead of the trade deadline. Wait, wait. Go ahead. So I'm I'm just telling you all out there watching, I'm stoked about what the Niners are doing and what the Niners have done. And if you are a Niner fan, uh, what – what John Lynch and Shanahan have done is basically said, we are, we are going to be a contender. Matt. Richard, I was just, there you go, brother. You <laughs> got to put it on. They made some just huge, oh. huge moves. I was just saying like telling the fans, if you're a Niner fan right now, you, I mean, you are stoked because you, the Niners have just basically told all the fans we're making a run for it. Like we are making a run and we're gonna, and it's gonna be long term. So the Niners, you, you got what they did. The Warriors, uh, they're struggling a little bit, but Steph Curry's gonna be back tonight. And Richard, I know that we don't talk about it a lot, a lot at all, and I'm okay with it. But I do want to mention this that that I caught a little bit of the NASCAR race today, and it was not your traditional NASCAR race. It was at Bristol Motor Speedway, in on a dirt track. I mean, basically, these guys were going 100 miles an hour in a dirt tornado couldn't see a dang thing and driving the snot out of those race cars Uh, i know we don't cover it but but i just thought it was interesting it's the first time they've done a dirt track race and i I don't know how long i think 50 years or something but i thought it was really really cool of nascar to to try something different um so baseball if you're listening change it up a little bit right something different right to your point about being a niner fan and being stoked there's no question the moves that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan made just over the last week, they have they have basically said to the NFC West, hold on, hold on. You, 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 I, I get Russell, you're still in Seattle. And I get that Matt Stafford is now in LA, 
you know, and, and I get that Arizona's Arizona, but but they're saying, look, guess what? We're San Francisco. We're not going away. We're going to be just as competitive as you are next season. I tell you something. Them signing uh, uh, Alex Mack, oh, huge. That, that, that was so big. I was like, wow, really? And I can't believe the Raiders let him go. I was like, man, y'all, how y'all just, that guy is a beast, man. The Niners definitely overperformed when it came to free agency. I mean, they signed all the guys they needed to sign, the, the guys they targeted that they needed to sign to fill in their defense, to, to shore that up. Mm-hmm. They signed everyone they needed to sign. Then they went in, they got, they signed Trent Williams. They gave him big money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that shoe was a little eh, about the money on it. Um, it is what it is. You have I'm that. Talking, position. Talking you have your, your line hey, locked last, up. You're talking about last week's show, right? When we had. Yeah. Shepard? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and to be, you know, and then you get Mac. I mean, now you got a center and we talked about it last week. The Niners have have struggled at that position. So the Niners did everything that they needed to get done. And then they went and blew my mind by trading their number 12 pick, uh, for the number three pick in the draft, which you know, that just excites me because I I know they're getting a quarterback. Now I'm wondering, Richard, before we move on, we got to pay some bills. Oh, yeah. I I, want to see what the line is on who the Niners are going to draft because I don't know who they're going to draft. And I'm they have so many great options. It's it's exciting. But if I was going to go and put my money on who the Niners were going to draft, I would do it over at betonline.ag. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. March Madness is upon us. Number 11 UCLA, by the way, uh, won the other night. Yeah, they did. That was an upset. Uh, bet online has you covered for all the news, all the scores, all the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website to betonline.ag and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbooks expert. All right, there you go. So if you think you you got what it takes to pick a winner, there you go. Go online to, to betonline.ag and see if you can come up uh, with some cabbage. And the Niners better, are better now be favored uh, to win a Super Bowl or at least go deep because they they have – They've done what they need to do, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, it, 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 I mean, there was a couple of things that I kind of scratched my head on. Like, I scratched my head when they signed Marquise Goodman, a good one back. I was I was kind of like, well, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily a wise idea. You know, then also, they also signed, you know, Mohamed Sanu, which I don't really know about that one either. I'm just like, both of those guys are at the last end of their careers. And Sanu can't really, you know, get off the block like he used to. And Goodwin, you know, Goodwin's biggest issue is just route running. He's, he's he if, if he's doing, you know, a five to ten year ten yard in, okay, great. But if you need him to go beyond that, it, it becomes an issue for him. Um, I, I don't really know how they they sign both of those guys, thinking that they're going to be able to contribute somehow. Obviously, Shanahan knows more than I do, um, but it just seemed kind of questionable from my end. I don't know. Well, I think you need to, to surround the, the young receivers that you do have in that room, and you need to surround them with a, a veteran presence, maybe uh, guys that have 
kind of been been there and done that. Um, you know, Sanu's a big target. I mean, he's going to give you a big target. So, uh, you know, there's there's still some value, I think, there. But but probably more than that is maybe just uh, Debo, you know, helping Debo, uh, you know, through the, the system and some of the growing pains of being a young receiver and being a, a receiver that, get, that the defenses are going to target. So, uh, you know, they, they had to do something. They, Kendrick Bourne went somewhere else. And, and in my opinion, eh, uh, you know, for the best, I think, you know, I think the Niners. Could... Now, you know, I'm going to argue with you about that. I know, but, I know. You no, know, but... I love Kendrick Bourne. You know that, okay? The Bourne identity, baby. That's it. But, but you know, to your point, you may be, you may be spot on with that. Um, and we know that Kendrick wanted to get paid. And obviously, he wasn't going to get paid if he stayed here. So, um, at the end of the day, as much as we like certain players, at the end of the day, it's a business. So, um, so yeah, you're right. They probably do have to go ahead and sign someone else. But let's get back to this talk about, them moving that trade and going up the ladder to number three. That was extremely just operate football operations intelligence going on, really. It, you know, to John Lynch, nice job, brother. Okay, that was just amazing. I man, I'm like, man, that was and and the fact that that the Dolphins let him do it, I was like, wow, you gonna want, you know, for these picks that are pretty much phantoms, you don't know what they're gonna get. Um, but I honestly believe because everybody's been talking about, hey, you know, who are they going to draft um, of those quarterbacks? And personally, I honestly believe they like Trey Lance. I think this kid from North Dakota is just amazing, dude. Are you kidding me? The entire 2019 season, 28 touchdowns with no interceptions. He went an entire season with no interceptions. That's just incredible, dude. He must have had defensive coordinators losing their mind. They're trying to figure out how can we stop this kid from scoring on us? And they couldn't figure it out. Well, the Niners definitely identified someone. Uh, this is this was the thing when I when I saw the news. And I, I'm like everyone else. I think these days we get the ESPN alerts on our phones. And, you know, most of the time we don't really pay much attention because we get so many. But that one stood out as that Niner trade happened. And I'm going, wow, like they traded for a pick real, real early. I mean, the draft is a ways away. It's not, you don't often see trading of a draft pick this far out from the draft. You usually see it around draft day. Um, but the Niners must have identified someone that they really, really, really like um, that they can get at the number three position. And if it is Trey Lance you're talking about, was that who you're talking about, Richard? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm serious. I, I believe that's him. I believe that when you look at where things are right now, okay, you know, obviously they, they signed Trent Williams and they did that because they wanted to protect Garoppolo, which we know that that was an issue, okay? Um, the other issue was stopping Garoppolo from getting hurt because once he's hurt, then he's not, not good to relieve anybody. So you protect Garoppolo, and if the protection doesn't work, you have this pick, this kid, okay? And we know how well that did for us for, for Kansas City. You know, Mahomes sat out for an entire year before he went ahead and got the start. So it helps us to appreciate that, you know, really, what does it mean? It means that, hey, he's sending, Kyle Shanahan is sending, a, and John is sending a message to Jed York, hey, look, we're not just, prepared to try to compete for next season. We're looking three, five years down the road and still being competitive. And that's what happened when they did that trade. When they did that, and, and I'm, sure, I'm sure everybody in NFC West saw that win. 
whoa, okay, you know, what just happened? What what do we look? And, and I tell you something, the head coach in Cincinnati in Seattle, which for what reason I can't think of his name right now, which I Carol, Pete Carroll. Yeah, Pete Carroll's been on my last nerve for the last what 15 years. Um I'm wondering if he's wondering, well, look, if they trade, they bring this kid in and he starts to tell me to come, my days here are numbered. And I believe they are numbered because he's up in age. He's been there forever. You know, you're 70 something years old, man. At some point you got to retire. Um, I, I just feel like with that trade and with that, that possibility of picking up one of those two, I'm not going to say Trevor Lawrence, because I think he took himself off, off the, off the table because uh, I think he announced he was not going to leave. Uh, 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 it's Ohio state, right? Uh, Jalen Hurts out of Ohio State. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, that's Clemson. 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 It's Clemson. Okay. Uh, who He's projected to go number one. Uh, but I thought Trevor Lawrence wasn't going in the draft. No, I believe I believe he's projected. He's he's where everybody's everyone's got number one at this point. Okay. So he's going to go then. Yeah. And then you, I believe from what I hear is you have a, it's a, a Zach, Young, a Zach Wheeler or. Zach a, Wilson. Zach Wilson out of BYU is, yeah. is projected to be uh, number two out of, out of Jets. And so that leaves the Niners in a position for a quarterback like uh, Mac Jones out of Alabama. You have Jalen uh, Hurts out of Ohio State. And then you have who we were just talking about, uh, the young guy. Uh, the, the problem with the young guy in North Dakota is um, I'm not sure that, that he is NFL ready uh, he is he is coming out early, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he does not have as many maybe reps in in collegiate, but but he's a baller. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but hey, man, twenty. I'm not sure if he's hey twenty eight touchdowns one season with no ends. That's that's uh, hey like, baller, right? Baller. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, get me wrong. Baller, I mean, but but I I'm not sure if he. So here's what what I would hear and like. Oh, when the Niners made this trade at number three is up. Oh, Jimmy's gone. I don't necessarily think so because no. I think if the Niners are as high and, and are, are going to go in the direction of the quarterback of North Dakota, uh, I think that, that that actually gives them like, Hey, Jimmy, this is your last year. You either, you either make it happen, mm-hmm. stay healthy and get it done. Or we've just drafted a guy that is going to replace you. He may not get the snaps right away, mm-hmm. but he's coming. And if he's yeah. as big a baller and and as someone that that Shanahan is that in love with, mm-hmm. uh, good luck, Jimmy. You better ball out this year. Okay, so this is the thing. I know you don't want me to do this, but unfortunately, we have to. And I say we have to because and it's sad because I used to have to say that. You know, I used to be able to say, "Hey, you know what? Let's discuss the Warriors." But now it's like we have to discuss the Warriors because it, it is looking dismal. And for Steve Kerr and company over there. Um, and I, I get that they don't have, you know, all of the pieces properly in place right now. They're still a work in progress. I get that. But it's like, you look at some of these other teams and what they've done. You have, the, the Lakers are pretty much going to sign Andre Drummond. That's pretty much going to happen. Okay. Is he going to the Lakers? I heard he was going to Houston. No, nah, he's probably going to go to the Lakers. Okay. They're probably going to get that done. They're probably going to eat that deal. Um, the Lakers can give... Drummond more cash than Houston can. Um, you look at the fact that LaMarcus Altridge is now a Brooklyn net. And, you know, on one end, on one end of the spectrum, you think, okay, you see these, these signings happening and you see these teams picking up these, these extra pieces because they want to have just an assault rifle when it comes time to, to get into the playoffs, like get all that. But to me, 
the one thing that I'm thinking about is why KD left Golden State in the first place. His reason for leaving Golden State in the first place was that he wanted to be able to take a team on his back, on his own, and get them to the promised land. That was his reason, which none of it makes any sense to me. It's stupid, but that's what he said. The problem is he's in Brooklyn and dude, you're not doing it by yourself. You're not taking a team by yourself. You got James Harden, you got Kyrie Irving, it's you, and then you just picked up LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> you're not carrying a team on your back by yourself. You know, he wanted to be the main focus here more than Steph, but that's not what's happening. Uh, I think more, more, I think maybe he really just wanted to be the man in New York. Like when, when anybody thinks about New York basketball that he, he wanted to be in that conversation. And I think that's kind of why he went back there. Um, and he did want to, you know, have a team that, that was more suited to him. Uh, and I think with the relationship he had with Kyrie, but, but now that's kind of a stupid point because you do have like now three future hall of famers mm-hmm. on what, I mean, you have a, you have a super team, you have the Miami heat when they had Chris Bosch and Dwayne Wade and, and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which, I mean, it's, it's cool to watch. Uh, I think I mean, it's not, I don't think it's a surefire thing that they're going to win the title. I think, uh, Whoever comes out of the West is going to be a beast to beat. Um, but but I'm excited about, you know, about it. I'm not so much excited about Warriors where they're going to be because I think they're going to be lower in the, the standings, maybe barely squeaking into the playoffs. Yeah, they're, um, they're probably they're probably going to be playing in uh, status at that point, you know, come in maybe at 9 or 10. They have to do a play-in to get in there. Um, but I also think, too, to your point, what you were talking about is that, the West is still the West. So it's like, you know, you, you, you know, I, I get that what you're doing in the East. And, and I tell you something, Brooklyn is still gonna have to look at Milwaukee before they before they can come out of here. Milwaukee is still a, is still a juggernaut. You're still the 76ers, you know, the Miami yeah. Heat loaded up. I mean, even there's Eastern teams that have loaded up for this playoff push. So it, it's not gonna be easy for for Houston, not to mention they really haven't played that much together as a team. Someone's always been hurt, one of the stars. So mm-hmm. are they going to be ready to for the playoffs? I don't even know as a right, team. Right. Okay, so so we we went on and talked about the Niners in the NFL. Um we discussed the Warriors, of course. Let's take a take a stab at, at baseball right now because you have the uh, preseason pretty much about ready to close up. And I believe next week is opening opening week, isn't it? Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. you know what? I take that back. I think there's some opening day games on Thursday. On uh, Thursday? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, see, folks, if you're watching right now, you understand. Matt, when it comes to baseball, Matt is like my insider. Okay. I I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Rich, you suck. You should know more about baseball. And you're right. I probably should. But it's one of those sports that there's just too many people. There's, there's too many. I, I don't the rosters know. are the rosters are huge. They're, I mean, they're football rosters almost. Yeah. Uh, so to keep track of the players is is really tough. Yeah, but just the thing, did not bring up. Um, was it Raul Car- Car- Carmengo? I think it was Carmen. I can't think pronounce his last name. Was a prospect for the Chicago Cubs, and he got caught with about what sixty pounds of meth. In a duffel bag, 
And then all of a sudden he was no longer a prospect. And it was like, okay, you know what? You, you Okay, that was probably the stupidest thing you could have ever done. I can't even think of the guy's name now. But I think it was asking was Carmengo, I think. I, I may be messing it up. But well, in his, def- in his defense, since he's not a probably a pro player, but he's a prospect to be in the pros, uh, in his defense, those those minor league players had a really have had a really tough go about it the last <laughs> year and a half and haven't been playing much baseball and have had a lot of free time on their hands. And you know what? Bill's still got to get paid. Uh, okay, now, but- I don't agree with with his approach uh, at all or, or his method of, of making a little extra money. Um, and and you, you risk your whole career now. Now you're never going to be a pro. But help me, help me, help me to understand. You, you bring the gym back to the dugout. You bring it to the dugout. Come on, man. Come on. You, you, I, I mean, come on. Even I'm smarter than that, man. Come on. This is just, come on. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just trying to get my head around it. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, I don't, I don't. Okay. So apparently what it was, Jeopardy found a cub duffel bag filled with cleats, baseball gloves, and several packages of white substance believed to be methamphetamine. According to Jeopardy, they also found $1,000 in cash in addition to suspected oxycodone pills per the report. And it was Jesus Carmargo. That's his name. Carmargo. And I'm just like, dude, I said 11. He was caught with 21 pounds of meth. <laughs> 21 pounds, dude. I, I don't even know how you – I mean, I've never done any, anything like that, right, drug-wise. But how do you even focus on hitting a baseball if you're on that? You know what I mean? Like, I, Well, but, this is the thing. I, I don't think he was necessarily – he may have just been a mule, but it's still – I mean – and I, I said he brought it to the, to the gym, but he didn't. He actually got called to the airport. That's what it appears. But still, um, I'm just trying to – okay, maybe we should get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> this is just hilarious. Dude. It really is. Um, well, how about this? Uh, I talked about uh, Giants uh, player Elliot Ramos. I mentioned mm-hmm. him a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He's kind of on the borderline of, of making the team or not making the team. But I'm telling you, this guy has been hitting the cover off the ball. Uh, every, I, I be keep, I've been keeping track of his stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I mean, killer at the plate. Um, and there, and, and he won, he was voted as the team. Uh, the team, I guess, votes every year on, uh, minor league players who, who just, you know, did the best during spring training, you know, the MVP of spring training for, for these young guys mm-hmm. and Elliot Ramos won that award. Um, so I am, I'm super excited. I would love hopefully to see him on the team, uh, to see some of those at bats, but I am really, really looking forward to, to baseball season getting going, um, and, and seeing these guys, uh, play some ball because it, it's going to be exciting. I, you know, I watched a little bit of the A's Giants uh, preseason game last night, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was weird seeing Buster Posey chasing a foul ball behind home plate, losing the uh, catcher's mask. I almost had to ask myself, "Hey, who is that?" But uh, <laughs> it's good to see Buster Posey back out there, and and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be excited. I, I tell you something. I'm I'm actually excited about both teams this year. I think both teams got a very very decent roster and. I'm sure a lot of people are still wanting to gag over some of the contracts that are still there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Cueto, 
uh, and then I guess uh, Yuspinski, I think, had a conclusion to his hand today. So nothing they did, major. They did a they did MRI. And they did MRI. There's no there's no breakage or anything, which is which be ready. encouraging to hear. Um, but I mean, I, I think I think it's going to be an exciting year for 2021. Um, I think I think both teams are going to bring the excitement this year. I, after looking at a lot of the different games, though, I think you're right. I think you said this, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, I, I think the A's will probably have a little more advantage than the Giants do. It just look like they have a lot of good young prospects. They just seem to be more cohesive right now, even during, during spring training. I mean, it's just it's it's it, it's. I'm, I've seen some of those games and some of the highlights, and I just thought, man, A's really look good. They really look good. Well, I did, and and I did, man. And don't don't let any of my Giants fan friends hear this, but um, I do think that the A's are going to have a better better season this year. I Ooh. I would almost I'm almost predicting that the Giants will probably win roughly 80 games uh, in the 80 game range, um, if they're lucky. It's probably going to be lower 70s, so 70s, 80s. But I think the A's are going to have a better team this year, and and because of those reasons, they have some really really young talented players. And then they have some grizzly veterans uh, and, and you're right. And they're just kind of melting those two things together uh, is going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. And then we're going to go back to San Francisco because I just kind of think of everything that's going on. And one of the big talks with the Niners has been that ever since they moved up to that number three spot to pick up, you know, what appears to be a quarterback, and now all of a sudden Garoppolo is going to be on the move. And personally, I don't really see that happening. I think really at the end of the day, the only thing it really is doing is just it's just basically letting the NFC West know that hey, we're gonna we're gonna stay competitive. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna continue to stay competitive. If you thought for whatever reason, you know, that this is gonna be an issue and we're gonna just all of a sudden drop out of sight, we're not going to. I'm excited to see when Garoppolo's out there healthy and he's got, you know, Devo Samuel on one side. Brandon Ayuk on the other, and then George Kittle, George Kittle on the slot. It's like, oh man, that's George Kittle down the middle. Down the middle, I'm like, man, that's just gonna be, that's just gonna be. I mean, there's, in other words, to your point, what you said earlier, it's like, hey, there'll be no question about to 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 Garoppolo at that point. It's like you have all your arsenal that you need, um, with protecting you. So all you have to do is deliver the ball, okay? And you know, if you don't deliver the ball and give us at least ten wins next season then yeah, your spot probably should be in question at that point. And a lot of it is, 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 is circumstance and, you know, because of injuries or whatnot, uh, circumstance with COVID, but Hey, that's the breaks, unfortunately, you know, in, in the NFL and any league for that matter. Well, this trade basically is John Lynch's way of saying I'm all in, uh, I'm all in on this draft pick. I mean, this draft pick is either going to, it's either going to make or break me because they did give up a lot. I mean, we, it really doesn't get talked about, but the, the Niners did give up a lot for the next two or three years to make, to get this pick. So, uh, you know, this is John Lynch's way of saying, I'm going all in right here. If this is, if this is a bust, uh, it's going to be a bust. I'm going to go down uh, because of this, or I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be solidified as a GM here in San Francisco and Shanahan's going to be solidified as a coach here in San Francisco because of this draft pick. I mean, that's what this move says is we're all in. Right. Right. You know, right now, if the NHL playoffs started right now, the Sharks would be in 
Yeah, but it wouldn't be pretty. They're not playing well. Well, well no, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it would be pretty. I'm not gonna say it wouldn't. I'm gonna say when the playoffs happen, the playoffs happen. It's a different season. It's a different game. Players play different. Okay, so I'm not. I'm not gonna try to 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 give a, a an estimate of what I think what would happen because, like I said, every single season, not just in in in, in hockey, but you see it in basketball and you see it in, in any other sport. Once the playoffs happen, it's just different. Okay. But I'm saying right now, the Sharks would be in the playoffs right now. And and if they if they do stay in that position and make the playoffs, they they desperately need to figure out who their goaltender is going to be. Um, and in my opinion, it's you got to give it to the Duber, the Dubnik. Yeah, uh, his his goal percentage is better than Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, his record may not be as good, but he's not giving up as many goals as Jones. Since Jones is, I mean, I yeah, I watched the game the other night. He's doing pirouettes in the in the crease because he doesn't know where the puck is, and they're shooting when his back's turned. So uh, they got to figure out who their goaltender is going to be, especially in playoff hockey. You got to have a goaltender that's hot. Uh, so it's time, Devin Dubnik, give the Dubnik the time. I tell you one thing, I'd like to see as the season progresses. I like to see more scoring for Evander Raising Kane. <laughs> I like to see more scoring from him. I think he had, he he's been playing well. He has he's been playing really well. It just he hasn't been in situations where he's been able to score. He's been passing a lot. Um, I, I just like to see him score more. I think I think that would be something that would lift them. It would because he's aggressive when he goes to the net. I, he's fast too. That's the other thing. I'm just like man. Um, you know, I don't. Yeah, I, dump, I, just, dump I, I, saw, I saw him in a clip the other day, and I went, "Dude, this guy's extremely fast." I didn't realize how fast Kane was, and I saw, I saw him. I was like, "Man, he was across that floor fast with the puck." But as soon as he got there, he dished it off. I'm like, "Man, if you're going to do it, deliver." Okay, what are you doing? Don't dish. Dump it in and chase. I mean, send them down there. Dump it in. Send them down there to chase that puck. Yeah. So, anyway, this has been Game Face. I'm Richard DeRazor Ewing. He is Matt, none the wiser wise. We like it to have you here every week with us. But this is the thing. You can come in. You can put your feet up. You can hang out. You can even have yourself a drink. Go ahead. But if you do, remember, have your game face on. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.